0: Thank you.
1: Amen, church. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord this morning. Good morning, regular. We'd like to ask if there's any visitors with us this morning. We'd like for you to raise your hand so that we can acknowledge you this morning. Anyone? In 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 the balcony, amen. Praise the Lord. We are so happy that you are here with us this morning. We realize that There are other places you could have been, you could have been at your home, but you've decided to come here at the regular Baptist Church. You are truly welcome this morning. On behalf of our pastor, Dr. T.A. Hodge, and our first lady, Sister Monique Hodge, who is sitting on the first bench, we welcome you here this morning at the Regular Baptist Church, where it's the end of your search is our motto for a friendly church. And for those of that are watching on live screen, we also welcome you this morning. We, we, we're glad that you have allowed regular to come into your homes this morning, and we pray that you worship in spirit and in truth and be blessed. Let us pray. Most Holy Father, everlasting to everlasting thou art God God you are the giver and the sustainer of life father God we come this morning father God with our knees and our body bowed father and we just want to say thank you thank you father God for waking us up early this morning thank you father God for watching over us while we slept on last night but dear God thank you most of all for your darling son jesus the christ oh father without him we are nothing oh god we thank you for making a way out of no way father we thank you lord for the blood that was shed on calvary we thank you father god for all that you have blessed us with because of his rising oh god we thank you father god for every day that you have given us oh lord if we thank you with ten thousand tongues it would not be enough but dear god father we ask that you come into this place Please create in us clean hearts, dear God. Oh, Father, wash us, Father God, and make us white as snow. Father God, refresh our hearts. Renew us into the right spirit, dear God. And then, dear God, we ask, oh, Lord, that you bless the man of God, the angel of this house, Father God, that he may be used like never before. Pour out a word, for Father, for your people. For we need your strength. We need your wisdom. We honor you, and we give you all the praise and the glory. Please bless this service, Father God, for what it would be. In your name, Jesus, we do pray. We have in the church of God said, amen.
0: I am no longer the same since I met the blessed Savior, since he cleansed and made me whole. shout, it white eternal, she rose, he, he touched me, oh, Jesus touched me, Mm so something do you know something happened and right now right now touch me and, and all of the joy that floods way down in my soul mm, something something happened and right now and right now and right now all will touch that blood way down in my soul. Something, something happened, and now I.
2: Thank God for this opportunity to be in the house of the Lord today. Truly, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. I want to thank you for allowing God to just come into your hearts today. We thank God for coming into our hearts today. And I give all honor and glory to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I thank our music department. God bless their hearts. Allowing God to use them in the way that God knows how to. I want to thank God for the ministers who join me on the roster. God bless you. Thank God for our officers into this entire body of Christ who is here and then those who are joining us live. Amen. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord. Father, we thank you for your presence now. We pray for a manifestation of your Holy Ghost. We ask you, oh God, to have your own way, God. We ask you to come in the sanctuary, God, and move in a miraculous way. Touch us like never before. Release the presence of your Holy Ghost, God. We need you, Master. We need you. We ask you right now, God, give us a fresh word, God. This is our prayer in Jesus' name, and we all say, amen, amen. I want to get back into our series that we have worked on, uh, that the Lord gave us uh, last week, uh, dealing with your today determines that great day. Your today your today determines that great day. You may want to get your pencils, your papers, and your pads out so that you can write it, uh, this information down. Some of you uh, went into Bible study on your own last week. Am I right about that? Amen. And you know, you look at those uh, four crowns and then you look at the five crowns. Amen. And first of all, uh, the Bible tells us that there were so many things that Jesus did And that just one book can't contain it, which means there were so many things that the Lord talked about uh, to his disciples to tell us, amen, that uh, it's not a lot of information uh, down in that arena in the Bible. So it's so much more. That's why the Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Uh, you can't even imagine the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Which means there's great things beyond our imagination that God has store for us. Not only here on earth, but in the heavens to take place. Boy, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. And so, um, with that in mind, I did leave off on... Uh, when we started off on those crowns, so some of you got that fourth crown, and in your study you got that fifth crown. Am I right about that? Amen. And that fifth crown did you find that in First Thessalonians chapter two nineteen. Some of you found that the crown of rejoicing. Now listen, that crown of rejoicing, and so we talked about uh, the imperishable crown. And then let write this down. We talked about the imperishable crown. And that imperishable crown sometimes is called the victor's crown, just for your note. Sometimes it's called the victor's crown. Discipline your body. You know, when you read it about those who are in a race, they have to discipline their body. They train their body. And just like you and I, we train ourselves to get up and get on our knees and study that word. That has to be with great training. You discipline your body to do what God says. And that's that imperishable crown. And then, you know, we talked about the crown of righteous, the crown of life. And then I got to the crown of glory, amen, which you too as leaders in ministries can receive uh, that crown of glory, amen. Call it a shepherd's uh, crown, amen, the crown of glory. But the crown of rejoicing is the one that... uh, I told you to look up on um, there's another crown, in and if you just find that in First Thessalonians chapter 2 and 19, uh, you can write that down. First 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and 19. write that down for your notes. It's also not only a crown of rejoicing, but it is sometimes called the soul winner's crown. Yeah, that's the crown and that when Paul was saying that the uh, crown of rejoicing. And that you would get when the Lord comes because he says, that is a crown for a leading others to Christ. Yeah, you and I can receive that. You can minister to someone and lead them to Christ. And that crown of rejoicing is given because it's a joy when you see your loved ones come to the Lord. It's a crown of rejoicing that you're going to receive. Isn't that, that good? Yeah. Now listen, listen, I want you to write these notes down. And and, and you that's watching us, that's so important. uh, uh, It's so important that you write this down. You will not stand before the Lord to determine whether you go to heaven or hell. You will not stand before the Lord to determine whether you go to heaven or hell. Yeah, you're not going to stand before the Lord to do that. When the Lord comes back. Listen, this is important, and I have to go over, and and, and if you've been to any homegoing services here, I've used these scriptures in the messages to help the body of Christ, and I need to go to it real quick so that before I really even get in the lesson, and yet I must still be out on time. Amen. And so what happens when the Lord says when he comes back, he's coming back with his reward. Now when the Lord comes back, I want you to understand when the Lord comes back, is is when he comes uh, for the rapture. When he comes for the rapture. Now it's a difference between departing and being raised up for the rapture. Did you hear me today? This is important. I'm, in fact, let's go to let's do this. Uh, go with me re- real quick to Revelations 22 and 12, and I want to read it. Revelation 22 and 12. If you don't go there, just write it down because I want to go to these real quick. Revelations 22 and 12. Look what Revelations 22 and 12 says, and I'm in the Amplified. Behold, I, Jesus, am coming quickly, and my reward is what? With me. Then it goes on to say, in which I explain later, to give each one according to the merit of his deeds, earthly works, faithfulness. All right? So when the Lord comes, he's coming with his reward. Now understand now watch this. Remember we and, and I text, uh, write this down, 2 Timothy 4 and 8 and I'm going through these last next four real quick because I want you to write them down for your uh, Bible study. Second Timothy 4 and 8, we went over this last week, but it's something I want you to see and it's just uh, one little uh, word a couple of words in a paragraph in a paragraph. Now I told you that that, de- that today determines that great day. It means your livelihood. What you're doing today, how you live, how you walk, who you minister to determines that great day. What does it determine? What you're going to get? Not just temporary, for eternal life. See, the $5 I have in my pocket is temporary. But God's got great things for me that's going to last forever. Uh, and that's why you have to be eternal focused. Okay? Okay? So, so 2 Timothy 4 and 8, watch this, and you read it last week. In the future, there is reserved for me the victor's crown of righteous, crown of righteous, for being right with God. Now, listen, I, I want to go back over that. That, once again, doesn't mean because you counted righteous. No, for you being right with what you accounted as. Once again, that's your living. And doing what, which the Lord, the Right Judge, will award to me, on that what, see that, and and look what Paul is saying, and and not to me only, but also to all those who have loved and longed for, and welcome. He's talking about the day of the rapture. All right, now I want I want to get there. And so, now watch this. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 10. Go there with me real quick. And I, I got to go to a couple of these real quick because of my time. So, e- Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 10. I want you to go in. Now, you looked at this also, but it's something in here I want you to see. Because I told you that when you stand before the Lord, you're not going to stand before the Lord to determine whether you go to heaven and hell. In fact. Everyone in here that claim to be saved, you already know where you're going. So that's not the discussion. It's not whether you go to heaven and hell. It's what you're going to do. It's what you're going to get when you get there. Huh? It's what people are going to see you as when you're walking around. Okay, look. For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved. Actually, what? deliver it from what and giving through what all right that is right now that is right now now watch this and this salvation is not of yourself not through your what but it is the undeserved gracious gift all right now if you look at nine part a i want you to look at it not As a result of your work. Huh? No, it's not going to be because I work, I get to heaven. I'm trying to block that point out. You're not going to get to heaven because of your works. No, he saved you so you can do good works. Huh? So in other words, he saved me. So he can bless me in my eternal life. Yeah, you see how how God says, I'm going to bless you now? So God says, I want you to be blessed when you have eternal life. All right? Okay. Now, this is important. All right? Now, uh, go with me. Let's hit these real quick. First, uh, place this on the screen for me if you don't mind. First Thessalonians 4. And look at six, eight, 16 and 18. I got about five minutes to deal with these next verses. All right. Now watch this. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 and 18. For the Lord himself will come down from the heavens with a shout of command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the blast of the trumpet. And God and the dead Well, what? You see that? Okay. Now, go to the next verse. Verse Uh, Go to 17. Then we who are alive and remain on the earth will simultaneously what? Be caught up, raptured together with them, the resurrection ones, and the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always what? Okay. Read verse 18 real quick and then we're going to go on. Therefore, comfort and encourage one another with these words concerning our reunion with believers who have died. And what, and what that is saying? Now, I want you to understand this very, very clearly. Is that that verse? And that's where a lot of pastors, when they're preaching, it just throws sometimes the congregation off because you and I we feel that okay. So I'm not going to go to heaven until uh, and, until He comes and He raises up those. Out of the grave. And those who are alive, we're going to all meet them together. He's talking about when we meet, we will meet together. Think about the text says that those who are alive, their bodies will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. So God is not talking about those who, whose spirit separated from the body. He's talking about now placing the spirit back in the body so it can be raised up by incorruptible body. Huh? See, those who are alive, when they meet in the air, their body has, has the change to have a glorified body. See, the rewards won't take place until the glorified bodies have met together in heaven. Not when I leave away from here the first time. That's only death. That's the spirit separated from the body. Now, give you a couple other verses, then I'm going to go on. All right. Go with me, go with me to John 11, uh, uh, John chapter 11, verse 25 and 26. Watch this, John 11, 25 and 26. John, okay, watch this. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me adheres to trust in, relies on me as savior Will live, watch this, will what? Even if he dies, That's the spirit separating from the body. Next verse. And everyone who lives and believes in me as Savior will never die. Do you believe this? What is he talking about? Spirit. Talking about your spirit. Once you accept Christ, your spirit will always remain. You'll never die. He's not talking about a spirit separating. Uh, he's not talking about you going into the grave. He's talking about a spirit who separates from a body. will continue to live. That means you're going to be with the Lord. But it will not be the day. Uh, that's not the resurrected day. So don't, don't get confused. Don't think that because you depart from here, you're going into the grave. It's just a body. I get there, and I, and they'll take the flowers, they'll take the seeds, and then what they'll do, they'll give it to the ministers. I'd say, earth to earth, ash, to ashes, dust to dust. Don't have nothing to do with you. Only your spirit, only, only your body. You're already with the Lord. Then what God is going to do? Well, when God gets ready, he's going to bring back the spirit. And he's going to make that body that was earth to earth, ash, to ashes, dust to dust. He's going to remodel it. To make it glorified. And he said, I'm going to raise up your body. I'm going to take your spirit and put your spirit in his body. I'm going to raise you up. And those that are still alive, they're going to be raised up. And they're going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye. And I'm going to take all y'all to heaven. And reward you. Huh? I'm going to prove it to you. I got to go. Okay. Go two more. Ecclesiastes chapter uh, uh, 12 and 7. And Luke. 23, 43. Then I got to keep going. Ecclesiastes 12 and 7. Then the dust out of which God made man's body will return to the what? As it what? And the spirit will what? Who did what? You better ask somebody. (laughs) You better ask somebody. Huh? Huh? All right, next one, then I'm going, and you read it all the time. Luke 23, 43, look what it says. Jesus said to him, I want assure you, and most solemnly say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. You need to ask somebody. The Lord didn't say, when the rapture comes, he said today. Today I'm taking you with me. you' down on the cross. I'm down on the cross. but today you're gonna go with me in paradise. Do y'all got that so far? Or well, I want to get I want you to understand that. so now so what's, what's important is that on the day of the rapture, when the Lord comes, he said, my reward is with me because that's, that's, that's doing the time now that God is going to give to us according to our faithfulness on the earth. But it does not have anything to do, watch this, with our sin. God, have mercy. Huh? Okay. Now, this is important. Philippians chapter 3 and 20. So let's go on. Philippians chapter 3 and 20. What does it say? But we are what? We are different. Because of our what? Is where? And from there we what? The coming, the Lord Jesus Christ. We place there and we eagerly wait. For what does that mean? That the Lord is going to take our spirit in and place us and raise our body up. So understand our citizenship where we are right now. As children of God, your citizenship is not from here. You're not a citizen of this place. God has placed us on a mandate, an assignment to carry out a mission while we're here. And that's why he said all these things, all these rewards, these crowns, you can wear if you want them. Got that? Okay. Now, uh, I want you to write down this. And you don't have to go there. 1 Chronicles 29 15 uh, talk about we are sojourners here. I'm talking that we are here, we are here. And it says 1 Chronicles, Chronicles 29 and 15. All right, just write that down. Next thing I want you to write down is uh, God equipped us with uh, everything you need while you're here. God equip you with everything you need while you're here. And these scriptures I go through periodically. I just want you to write them down with this lesson. And that's Ephesians chapter 1 and 3. God equips you with everything you need while you're here. God equips you with everything you need while you're here. And then write down these two verses. Ephesians chapter 1 and 3. And then 2 Peter chapter 1 and 3. Ephesians um, uh, Ephesians 1 and 3, 2 Peter 1 and 3. Ephesians 1 and 3 says this. Blessed worthy of praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm in Christ. Which means you have those spiritual blessings in you. Once you are saved, you have a new spirit. And when you get a brand new spirit, every spiritual blessing in heaven is in that spirit. Why I haven't received them? Why? It's not that you haven't received it. are not manifesting. Why? Because of your faith. And you're disobedient to the will of God. And so when you're disobedient to the will of God, the spirit can be hurt, quenched. God have mercy. And it will not manifest. But you have every heavenly spiritual blessing in you right now. So God, when God created us and we accepted Him as our Savior, He gave us everything we need from heaven. Why? Because heaven is our citizenship. All right. Second Peter chapter one and three says, "According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life, unto life, except in Christ." Having abundance of things in life and leaving away from here and having eternal life and an abundance of rewards and crowns in heaven. Hmm? God has given us everything. And godliness through who? The knowledge of him that has called us into the glory and virtue. All right, now, no wonder I looked at this text. Go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 and 21. No wonder this text always tells me that don't store up my treasure here. It always tells me to store up my treasure in heaven. And I always always wanted to know why. So go there, Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, and let's go there. I want you to look at this because this, this text really helped me in this lesson when I was going through Matthew 6. Verse 19. I want to read that. Watch this. Amplify. Do not store up for yourself material treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in, and what? But what? Stir up for yourself treasure where? Where neither what? Nor rust, and where thieves. And what? Then the Bible say, where your treasure is. Hmm. There, your what? Your wishes, your desires, that one which uh, your life centers will be also. So now watch it. Now watch it. See, if my treasure is in heaven, that I, then my life is looking towards eternal life. Eternal blessings. Eternal rewards. You see that? Now, this text here says, As don't stir up yourself. In other words, don't just focus on a dollar here. And it's good to save money. But, but don't take what belongs to God and try to save it and give God his later. Um, not not only that but watch this watch this watch this it's a you gotta you gotta give of god so what i do here when i take what i have here and utilize it for the purpose of god it's giving me treasures in heaven what it means is that i must take what i have and transmit it to charity i must take my time and give it to god I must take my heart and give it to God. I must take my life and give it to God. I must take my love and give it to God. And so when I take all of this of mine, I transmit it into charity so that I can have treasure, not here, but treasure What if I'm taking it and I'm storing up all this treasure in heaven, what I'm going to have here? Because if I'm stirring it up in heaven, God opens the box, the window of heaven, and pours out for me a blessing. And it comes in my spirit, and it manifests. God, I'm just trying to tell you. That's how come it happens. So that's why, because my citizenship is of heaven, then heaven has to release what I need here on earth. God, that's, why, that's why my character has to be that of God. That's why my spirit has to be that of a godly spirit. Why? Because it set me up for an interest in heaven. And if I'm getting it in heaven, then I'm getting it here. Huh? watch this Colossians chapter 3 and 17 go to, go to Colossians uh, chapter 3 and 17 and, and, and put that up for me so that we can look at that uh, real quick Colossians chapter 3 and, and 17 alright watch this we got that we ready for that All right. Colossians 3 and 17 watch this whatever you do no matter what it is in word or deed. Do everything. What I'm doing it because of him. In Jesus' name. And and independence on who giving thanks to God the Father. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, every, everything. Everything I'm doing. I'm doing it in the name of Jesus. I, I'm eternal focus. My heart is eternal focus. My mind is eternal focus. My spirit is eternal focus. I'm doing it because in about another 49, 50 years, that's 103. I'll be going away from here. So everything I'm doing now, I'm setting myself up for heaven. I'm going to love you in spite of it because I'm setting myself up for heaven. Not not, that I, not to go to heaven, but when I get there, I want my mansion to be big. I want my reward to be leaning out the window. In fact, I want reward to be growing upon what, what we like to call it a money tree. I want a reward tree in the back of my mansion. Yeah, everything. Why, why, why you keep smiling and they keep talking about you behind your back? In the name of Jesus, the more they talk, the more I'm going to love them. The more I'm going to wrap my hands around them because you don't know what I know. That the Lord, not that he has done great things. He's going to do even more than I can imagine. God, 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 God. Somebody should have told them that I love God. God, I wish I had somebody to hear that today. Yeah, when you love God, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, okay. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, uh, let's look at this next thing here. Oh God, have mercy. Second uh, Corinthians chapter five nine and B. I want you to look at that. Second Corinthians chapter five nine and B. Second Corinthians chapter five nine and B. Second Corinthians chapter five. 9 and B. Watch this. Therefore, whether we are at home or on earth or away from home, I'm with him. It is our constant ambition to what? Be pleasing. That's my goal. I want him to accept me. I want to please him. Everything, I want to please him. If I don't please nobody else, I want to please him. I want to give everything to him. I want to give all honor to him. I want to give all glory to him. When I get up in the morning, I want to give him glory. Huh? All through the day, sometimes I just sit down and look around. I have to go to my private set and say, glory. Sometimes you can look around and you can think about it. Even even in what you're going through now, God is blessing you. It don't feel like it's a pandemic. It don't feel like it's hard out there. Why? Because God has given me rest. God has given me peace. And then when the virus came, you thought you was gone. But all you can do is trust God. And when you called on him, he showed up and showed out. And now all you feel like doing is saying, Lord, thank you. God, (laughs) thank you. Okay. okay. So I want to please him. John 9 and 4. John 9 and 4. Chapter John 9 and 4. Look what John 9 and 4 says. John 9 and 4. I want you to go there. Watch this. Now look at this text. Look what this text says. Look what this text says. Look what this John 9 and 4 says. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is. That's while you're alive. While you're alive. While the blood is still running warm in your body. Night is coming when no one no, no one can work. When the Lord called me home, it's all over. I can't do it then. While I'm strong and have the activities of my limb, and while I'm clothed in my right mind, you must work while it is day. How old you are, you can still work. You can still encourage someone. You can still lay hands on somebody and tell them that God is able. Work while is day. Mm -hmm. While is day, while is day, while is day, while I can, while I can, while I can. Now watch this, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 8. First Corinthians chapter 3 and 8. Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 8. He who plants and he who waters are one. And important in its Working toward the same purpose. But each will receive. According. I can't do it for you. Mama can't do it for you, thank you. I'm so glad that my mama prayed for me. And it's because of the prayers of the righteous that he availed my. So God watched over me because my mother prayed. He was answering her prayer. But I got to do my own work. The only way I'm going to get rewarded is that it's because my own labor. I got to learn how to love. I got to learn how to help. I got to learn how to be good. I got to learn how to be encouraged. Each man will be rewarded according to their own works. Oh, you know, that's, that's, that's why I was hopping and telling you that you got, you got to get in this thing for you. Because you got to stand before your maker. I can't do it for you. Mm, all right, so each person going to give me, watch this. Revelations 14 and 13. Watch this. Look at Revelation 14, 13. Look what it says. Then I heard the distinct word of a voice from heaven saying, What? Right? Blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired. Or the dead, watch this, who die in the Lord. From now on. Now, that's the ones who have passed away in the Lord. Now, watch it. Yes. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, so that they may what? Rest and have relief from their labor. Now, watch it. Hold that up. That means when you leave from the Lord, you don't have no more labor. No more work. You're going to rest from it. You're going to be with the Lord. But look what God said for their deeds So so wait I'm not doing it no more but it's going to follow me It's going to heaven with me Uh-oh Can you imagine those that don't do nothing Nothing going to follow you But you can still go to heaven For oh God merciful Huh? Your work will follow you. Somebody look at me. you crazy. You keep going down to that church. Maybe the work gonna follow me. You, you always think I'm trying to please man because I keep doing it, I'm doing it for the Lord. I'm doing it because there's an investment for me. Huh? People going to laugh at you. People, I, every time I turn around, regular's got something do, going on. Yeah, listen, every time, every time regular got something going on, you should be in here getting your hands dirty just like everybody. You ought to come. You ought to pick up some paper. It don't mean you're foolish. You're picking it up for Jesus. Only what you do for Christ will last. Lord have mercy. Huh. Huh. Watch this. Huh. Okay. I, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm skip a set of verses. And I'm going to go straight to this. Because I'm going to finish up in ten in seven minutes. Seven minutes. Go with me to Revelation chapter 20. Uh, 11 through 15. Maybe I, I'll pull this part off next week. Go with me to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. Watch this. Now, this is important. Revelation chapter 20. And I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated upon upon it, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for them. For this heaven and earth passing away. Uh oh. They got verse 12. And I saw the dead, the great. Kings, queens, custodian worker, those who walking down the street. High. High and small. Okay, what position you have? Presidents, ambassadors, senators, congress, preachers, members, all. Watch this. Standing before the throne. And books. Woo. Then another book, which is the book. And the dead was judged according to what they had as written in the book. That is, everything done while, look at verse 13. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. And death and hell, the realm of the dead, surrendered the dead who were in them. Now, now watch this. Did you notice that? And death and Hades, the rim of the, watch this. Listen to this. Look at that verse. That means those who never accepted Christ, who died, it was considered a second death. They were in hell. Death in hell. In other words, those who went to hell had to come stand before him. See that? Don't don't look at that verse. Don't get it mixed up. When Christ told Mary and Martha, "Whoever believes in me shall never." That ain't you and me. Wow! Look at the next verse. Come on, so in the who in uh, and will judge and sentence everyone according to their. Look at verse 14. Then death and Haze, the realm of the dead, were thrown into what? Going to hell ain't the finished product. You go to hell, but the sentence is thrown in a lake of fire. Oh God. See that? Somebody, oh, I can deal with hell. No. Hell is bad, but hell ain't the finish. Hell ain't the reward. The reward is eternal fire. Your soul will be burning. Your spirit will be burning forever and ever. Eternal life. Okay, watch this. This is the what? The lake of fire. The eternal separation from who? Verse 15. And anyone's name. Was not found written in the book of life. He was holy and to the what? All right, now, now, this is why we're gonna shout. This is why we're gonna shout. Go with me now. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 10. Two more verses and we out of here for the day. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Now, you ought to get happy to read this. For we believers will be called to account. And must all appear before the what? So that each one may be what? That's your reward. Now watch this. This is going to get us. For what has been done in the body? Rather what? Or what? That is, come on, read it. Each one will be held what? For his what? What, what, what? The use or misuse of what? What else to say? Really, it's self-explanatory. You ain't going to get away with it. But, but, but I got good news. That means that God will take you, Jesus rather, we stand before Jesus as believers. We will not stand before God in the great throne because that is those that do not know him. That is those who have never accepted him. That can be those who come to church but have never really repented. But with believers, we are standing before Christ. Age is no limit. Listen, when you're standing before Christ, he will judge us, what it means. He will look into us. John, on the island of Patmos, when his spirit was separated from his body, said that he saw the Lord, and his eyes was red like fire. He looks at our hearts, looks at our spirit, goes through our life, and he takes everything, every work that we have done, he takes it. And he throws it in the fire of examination. Not to determine whether we go to heaven or hell. But determine the reward that we will get in heaven. Y'all ought to give God some praises for that. Good or bad. Rather, rather, watch it, whether you came to church because it was for God or to please man. Whether you was preaching my word because it was my word or what you wanted them to hear. Whether you was helping somebody, whether it was you to be seen or whether you did it because of you wanted to please me. Everything shall be tried. And what, whatever don't come out the fire will be lost. You'll be saved. But your works that are not accounted to God will stay in. Can you imagine being here for 98 years and you have no godly works? Because everything you've done, you've done for sure. Uh, listen, I, I, you can write this down cuz I'm already finished. I'm already finished. I want you to want you to write this down. Uh write down uh Psalms 33 and 6. Matthew 12 36. Psalms 33 and 6. Matthew 12 36. 1 Corinthians 4 and 5. Now, these words, this scripture, deals with not only that, but everything come out of your mouth shall be looked at by Christ. Every word that come out of your mouth whether it was good or bad, will stand before God. That's why he said, there's life, power, in your tongue. Because you're supposed to speak life, not negativity. Never have doubt coming out of your mouth. You should always say, the Lord King. And that is this word today. Come on, give God some praises there may be one here that says they want to give their life to the Lord there may be one here that don't know him that said look this is an opportunity I want to get to know him because when I leave from here I want to be rewarded the 14th chapter of John let us know said let not your heart be troubled You believe in God, believe also in him. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it wasn't so, I wouldn't tell you. He said, but I go away, I come back again. I receive you unto myself. God tells us this by encouragement. That where I am, there you may be also. God got great things for you. You don't know him, this is your opportunity. Will you surrender your life to him? Will you give your life to Him? Wherever you are, you may be watching us today, and I want to go into prayer for your life. And while we are praying, I want to pray also for you that that today will be a turning point. That from here on, that everything you do, you do it for the kingdom of God. You do it, we're looking at eternal love eternal blessings it's called eternal focus so every reward that god has i want to receive father god in jesus name we come before you now lord we thank you god that you have made us that you have created us and given us life oh god we thank you for every morning lord you blow a fresh anointing upon our life thank you master because in jesus name you have given us new mercies every morning. And so, God, we ask you right now to establish our ways. Lord, we ask you right now to forgive us for our hard-headedness, our neck, our wrong motives in our heart. God, forgive us from this moment in the name of Jesus, God. We want to begin to walk, Lord, according to your will. We want to be Christ-like masters. So we ask you right now, Father, if you don't mind, release the manifestation of your Holy Spirit. Teach us the ways of Jesus. Speak to our mind and remove negativity, Lord, and doubt out of our mind. But, oh, God, give us peace and give us strength, Father. Give us the ability, oh, God, to carry out the assignment that you have placed upon our life from this moment right now, Father. We surrender our life to you. We bind the devil. We kick him out of our life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we made brand new right now. And so, God, we thank you. We thank you for what you're going to do the remainder of our life. This is our prayer of faith, and we thank you in Jesus' name. And the body of Christ says, amen. Why don't you just give God some praises for a brand new life? Right now, brand new life, right? Right this moment, we all in here have a brand new beginning, a fresh start. Right now, I wish I had somebody to give God some glory for a brand new beginning right now. In spite of what I did last year, in spite of the way I talked last month, right now, God has given us a brand new beginning. I can claim every victory battle that comes my way. Give God some glory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Whatever you're going to give to God, whatever you're going to give to God real quick. And and we'll let you out of here. Amen. You go up to the menu. You go up to the menu. You go up to the menu. Amen. Go up to the menu where it is. And you begin uh, to go there and begin to give God some praises. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Amen. Wherever you are. Whatever you're going to give to God. Whatever you're going to give to the Lord. Whatever you're going to sow to him, believe God for a blessing. Believe God for a blessing. And God's going to do great things in your life. Amen. Whatever you're going to give to him. Amen. I got to hurry up this frequency. Got to buy brand new mics because they changed the channel that the churches are using. Amen. God bless you. All right. Amen. Whatever you're going to give to God, whatever you're preparing to give to God. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you right now. Lord, we thank you because of everything that we have came from you. None of it came from our own self. And so, God, we take just a little bit a portion of it, and we give back to you, and we say thank you, God, for receiving it from what we're releasing back to you. Blessed God, multiply. Release the blessings from heaven and give us the greatest crops in heaven down here on earth like never before. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And we all say amen. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, we look forward, amen, to tune in with us tomorrow night for Bible study at the hour of 7 o'clock. Amen. We look forward for it. Amen. All right, all right. As you get ready to come to your feet. We ask you to be in prayer.